you're going to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it like Biggie tried to do, and saying no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666. You can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Convenient, whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. That the church of God understand this day, what it's about. And I also think it's just as important that the church of God understands that any, look at somebody say any, any, any kind of celebration or recognition of this day is celebration. I don't care if you remix it and try to replace the ghost with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Amen. Make the bats doves and make the, you know, yeah. I don't care what you try to do. White bats. <laughs> Amen. Make the pumpkin smile. I mean, I don't, it, it, it's really no way to do it without this being a recognition of a day that Satanists won't recognize. Because any kind of celebration or recognition is actually recognizing their ceremonies that happen at 12 midnight on the prior day, which is the 30th. So the 30th at, no, 30th at 1159 is when they start eating human bodies and drinking blood and killing folks. And uh, they do that, and so they want you to have your fall festival. They want you to dress your kids up. They want you, even if they're, I mean, you're dressing them up like Mary and Peter and <laughs> your, your newborn baby Jesus walking around with a manger. You know, all the different ways that they try to make this work. But it's still a bad, look at somebody say a bad idea. Bad idea because there's really no way to recognize it without recognizing it. And uh, the only reason it is recognized is for satanic reasons. So we want to be real about this and uh, we want to keep our kids out of it. Amen? Amen. Anybody want to keep their children out of this? Amen. Yeah, I want to keep my children out of this because I just believe in the history of this day and what goes on around this particular day. Back in the day, the ancient Druids set up Halloween as a day to sacrifice to Satan. Druids offered children back then because they believed that the fruit of the body was the only true offering to Satan for the sin of the soul. Now, you know, this dates all the way back. Uh, how many of you seen, uh, uh, what was my video? Lords of Discord, part eight. Y'all seen that? Most people have seen it. Well, then you understand that child sacrifice came from the very beginning. This was a way. This was the way to appease your God or to appease Satan by giving your, you give your body as a living sacrifice unto God. But God originally desired the death of an animal, um, uh, you know, for a sacrifice unto him. 
And then, of course, the devil had to take it one step further and needed the death of a man or death of a human or death of mankind as a sacrifice to him. And so that's where we get the Luciferianism. That's where we get the Satanism. That's where we get, you know, all of the different uh, Freemasonries and all that. When you go through all these rituals, they're all death rituals. Basically, you're dying. I know in Freemasonry, you do the cable toe thing. Um, where you, <laughs> I got it right that time, didn't I? Where they put the noose around your neck and lead your, guide you around as a death sacrifice. You become dead, your wife becomes widowed, and then you live as, as dead is basically what Freemasonry does. I think that's the third degree, so that's, that's real early in the process. And um, that's what rituals and all of these things are. So they're symbolic of offering yourself or your body to Satan. Um, or to the devil in order to uh, offer him the fruit of the body. This goes back to Cain. Remember Canaanites and Cain's? Cain's uh, sacrifice wasn't pleasing unto God. Abel's sacrifice was the life of an animal, but Cain sacrificed uh, uh, his work or whatever, and it wasn't pleasing to God. So after that, he was scarred. Canaanites came many, many years later, and they were operating under the curse of Noah, and they began to sacrifice human beings as, as um, unto, God, um, unto the devil for a ritual sacrifice. And of course, y'all understand where all that came from. So anyway, so the United States, we talk about that all the time. The same thing with Freemasons. Our country is run by it. Our country is run by child sacrifice. They don't have to kill them. They just take their minds. And that's why, that's why they're after your children. That's why they're trying to get them in homosexuality because homosexuality is defilement of your origin or your original purpose or your original, you know, it's, it's like turning what you are into something else spiteful against God as a sacrifice unto the devil. Does that make sense? And that's why uh, homosexuality is so prevalent now. And they're trying to get your kids very, very young into this, into this stuff. The trick or treat custom was also created by the Druids. Druids. When they went to a home on Halloween night, they would demand a child or a virgin for a sacrifice. The victim was, was the Druids' treat. So they would go door to door and demand uh, a treat. They would demand you either give them a virgin or a child. And of course, this we know this from... Uh, Alistair Crowley, 777, all of the wicked stuff. His writings, he always talked about using a child as a sacrifice, a perfect sacrifice. This is why, you know, grown people defile children. This is why pedophilia, all of these things happen because what they're doing is they're using the child's energy or essence to uh, perform certain rituals and different things. Even in hospitals, uh, I know people personally. Well, I knew, I even prayed for a guy once that they, the, the nurses at the hospital actually took his, took, their, uh, took his blood when he was an infant and used it in a sacrifice, a, a ritual. And uh, the boy ended up gaining uh, special powers later on in his life and his mind and energy and manipulation and all that kind of stuff. And he couldn't even go walk into church. This guy could never even go into a church. And so all this stuff is really happening, but Hollywood downplays it. So you watch it so much on TV until you think it's not real, you think it's just baloney, you think it can't happen. I'm telling y'all, witches, demons, devils, all this stuff is real. Amen? It's very real. Because it's, it's got to be real because God is real. Amen. Amen? So you don't need to be entertained by demons and, 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 and love s- s- satanic stuff. And I, I just do that for fun. Put on fangs and teeth and, and nails and chase folks. That's not. 
that's fun to you? <laughs> Amen. But on Halloween night, they would demand this, and the victim was the Jewish street. In exchange, they would leave a jack-o'-lantern with a lighted candle made of human fat to prevent those inside from being killed by demons that night. So when the demons came, you would show that you gave a treat or you gave a sacrifice, and the demons wouldn't come in and uh, get you that night. And so, um, you know, I know people like demons. What, was they walking around and stuff? Man, please, if you sleep wrong, incubus and succubus will come in your room. Yes. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Yeah, if you got the wrong thing going on, you will deal with demons over in the night. They'll hold you down. They'll pin you down. They will take authority over you. Amen. This is real stuff, y'all. When some, unfortunately, couldn't meet the demands of the Druids, then it was time for a what? A trick. A symbolic hex, which whenever we talk about the hex, we're talking about the hexagrams, and this is a symbolic hex. So when they would put a hex on you or a spell on you, they would use that. That's why they, would, they, would, that's why they began to call it a hex, because it, it matched the, the hexagram. That night, Satan or his demons would kill someone in that home. Now, when I say Satan and his demons, I'm talking about people that have given themselves over to satanic powers. Y'all seen them in movies, at cops and judges and lawyers or whatever. They all meet on the beach, draw the big pentagram, and set somebody in the middle and do these rituals. That stuff is very, very real. They really do that, and they do get these jobs in law enforcement, they get jobs in hospitals, they get jobs where they can access blood and then also change rules and get away with murder. That's, that's, those are the jobs that they pursue. So if you've ever studied that, you'll understand that they, they're there. And um, they still do this stuff. The angel of light. Satan can transform himself into a light bringer or light bearing angel. This means he is constantly desiring to position himself as one that brings knowledge that we lack as humans. Second Corinthians 11 and 14, and no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into a light bearer. That's what they call masons, light bearers, light bringers, those that have been enlightened. So during Halloween, special knowledge is given to those in the occult. But it requires blood sacrifices and special rituals involving child sacrifices or the fruit of the body. This actually is, I, I talked about it in that video, um, in part eight, what, what, what our government is like and, and how, our, how our government was formed. And if you go to Washington and look up in the rotunda, you actually see demons uh, in the form of Athena and, and Minerva and these Greek goddesses, but they were actually demons and they guided Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, you'll see them guiding them into creating this perfect utopian society which we call the United States. According to them, it is Eden for the devil. According to mythology, the United States was Eden for the devil. This is what they were looking for. They were looking for the perfect Eden so that they could allow the devil to rule and satanic power to rule. That's America. Yeah, go back in the, in the, into history, go back into mythology, and there was, this, is, this is what they were trying to build even back then. They were talking about it, and when Christopher Columbus was sent over here, that's what they were trying to discover. They were trying to discover the new world where Satan could have rule, and it could be his Eden out of jealousy of God creating 
uh, mankind in his Eden. So he wanted his perfect society so that it could be governed by demons. And that's, that's what the United States is right now. That's why this, you know, things are like they are. Makes a lot of sense, right? And so these guys that are Freemasons uh, that, that form, formulated the country, they use satanic powers to do it. They use satanic powers and demons, and they've got picture evidence of it, just like the hieroglyphics in the, in the pyramids of Egypt tell the story of the Egyptians. You go to Washington, they tell the story right in the rotunda and other places, show you pictures of demons guiding them into building our nation. So... For this knowledge, this knowledge, to get this knowledge or to gain this great knowledge and to be superior as a human being or to be better in this life than others or to be elite, then they have to perform these rituals and they choose October 30th to begin these ritual sacrifices and they go on over until the 1st of November. But during, during this season, special knowledge is given to those in the occult, but it requires blood sacrifices and special rituals involving children's sacrifice, child sacrifices, or the fruit of the body. So it's always a child. It has to be undefiled children. has to be children that have not, you know, uh, been uh, defiled before. Pure, uh, innocent children is what they, what, what they go after. Deuteronomy 12 and 31. You shall not worship the Lord your God in that way for every abominable thing that the Lord hates they have done for their gods for they even burn their sons and their daughters in the fire to their gods and of course we know even in our nation this is uh, what abortion actually consists of it's actually the fruit of the body offering the fruit of the body in that situation and it becomes a child sacrifice that's what abortion is no way around it when we take this day lightly, we subject our children to what? Danger. Danger. Many will lose their children forever. You think these witches and folks who have waited all year to gain this great knowledge, you think they aren't very, you think they're not proactive about getting this knowledge? You think they're going to sit back and miss this important day? So do you think that they're not going to infiltrate their kids in the trunk or treat at the church? <laughs> uh, that's the thing that's always got me. I mean, church folks, how can you be so gullible? If the um, Hebrew Israelites, which, I mean, the dumbest religion, <laughs> if the Hebrew Israelites will infiltrate Christian churches to spread their message among the youth, because that's what they do. They, they mask themselves and appear as Christians. We had some in here. Try to do it in here. They'll come in and try to be a Christian, but then they'll start meeting with folks, you know, yeah, invite you over to their house. And they start, do you know who the original uh, uh, Jews were? You know they was black, right? Yeah. Somebody tell you that, just start walking away. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't say nothing, just... Y'all practice that, just the deuces. You got to practice shooting the deuces. Just don't, don't argue, don't say. But that's what they do. They infiltrate because they want to spread their message. They get no reward for their message. A dashiki and a yarmulke and a long beard. That's the reward. But we're talking about people that get rewarded with special powers and knowledge by defiling children. So you think they're not going to 
around January, February, maybe around July, join a church? Yes, sir. So that their children can play among the other children? Waiting on trunk or treat? Or waiting on the fall festival? To slip the candy in with the other candy? I can't get amens in here, but that's all right. Maybe I think too hard. Am I thinking too hard? You know what kind of reward they would get for infiltrating a church? When we take this day lightly, we subject our children to danger and many will lose their children. What? Forever. Forever. This is not a day any Christian should celebrate or recognize as what? Special. The devil desires to cause demonophobia. That's fear of demons. The reason why so many people have demons now is because they're afraid of demons. The reason why a lot of people have demons is because they are entertained by demons. This does something to the children when they are taught to be frightened or dress up as demons to frighten others. When they grow up, this may cause hindrances in their ability to deal with the devil when he comes for them. Amen. The devil's going to come for you. You know that, right? Crazy folks. Just folks think the devil get up and testify. Y'all, the devil is after me. The devil's trying to kill me. Welcome to the human race. I mean, why? Is he, isn't he out there? Y'all pray for me. The devil is after me. Really? After you finish praying for me. Second Timothy 1 and 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of what? So we're not supposed to be afraid of demons. Your fear of demons and your fear of monsters came from television. Came when you were young. Remember? You were trying to go to bed and your mama was watching Perry Mason. And they played that freaky music at the beginning. Did that scare anybody else besides me? I'd be in another room with three pillars on my head. I don't want to hear that. Wasn't that the scariest theme song ever? I don't know. Perry Mason might have been scared in the Twilight Zone. Perry Mason didn't have nothing to even do with demons. Remember, God has not given us the the spirit of fear, but of what? Power, love, and what? People that are scared don't have a sound mind. You having trouble sleeping at night, you don't have a sound mind. I mean, in the bed, every every little thing. You need deliverance. Air conditioning, come on out. I need you to get delivered. Amen. I need you to get up and investigate every sound. Just get up. What was that? Okay, that was that. Okay. That, okay. All under the covers. Every night? Did you read the Bible before you went to sleep? Playing praise and worship on 10. Just neighbors just calling the cops. It's just a party going on over there. You got to praise and worship so loud because you're scared. 
<laughs> Amen. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Look at somebody say, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Amen. And I'm not saying you try to toughen yourself up by watching the exorcist marathon. Amen. But I'm saying, I'm saying don't be afraid of the devil. Amen. You have power over him. Amen. Folks used to clap when you said that. I heard some clapping over here. You have power over him. Amen. There we go. Got to go old school. Amen. So we're not talking about Halloween out of fear. We're talking about Halloween being smart. Amen. Because we are responsible for our children. So we don't want our children put, being put in a situation. I got relatives. I, got, I know people have all kinds of remixes to the Halloween celebration. I mean, they hide in Bibles and go hide and go Bible and just all kinds, dressing up like biblical characters and, I mean, recreating the Last Supper scene and just trying to do something. Amen. Trying to do something to commemorate the day so that they can compete with the world and stay relevant. And that's all it is. And I tell them all the time, man, you know, the pastor I grew up under who's, you know, played a big part in me uh, maturing as a minister and everything. I mean, he played a huge part in my life. And he would always just ignore it. He would act like it just never existed. I mean, he would come and I sat down and talked to him. I said, man, why do you know, why are you just totally ignore? He said, because it's the devil. It's the devil's celebration. He said, so there's no need of the church ever doing anything on this day or recognizing this day because it's the devil's celebration. He says, so I'm not partaking in it. So, you know, but I know other churches would have different things decorating it. You know, instead of them dressing up, they're going to dress their car up. Yeah. Putting a bra on their car with smiling teeth on it. I mean, just trying to come up with some kind of way. And I'm like, can you just not do anything? Stay home and eat some pumpkin pie or something. I mean, why, why does it always have to be some kind of remix of this day? And it's because of relevancy. They're afraid that if they don't do this, their people will go somewhere else. But I think we need to just educate people. And if people are educated about it, they'll avoid it. Am I right? So we're not having anything Thursday. Look at someone and say, Halloween is no joke. This is no joke. This is real stuff. Children are mutilated and murdered every Halloween, and it is not a coincidence. And I know y'all saying, well, how could they get away with that? Because the Satanists have filled the positions of law enforcement, judges, nurses, all the positions they need to be effective in hiding children. Remember, they used to put the missing children on the back of uh, milk cartons and stuff. They don't even do that anymore now. It's just like, you know, there's just this uh, a huge amount of kids are missing and nobody's saying anything. That's because they have seized all of these positions where they can protect it and hide what is really going on. But it is no um, coincidence, I mean, it's not a coincidence. They are carefully planned sacrifices to Satan carried out by those who serve and worship him. And understand, the sacrifice doesn't have to be death. They could actually poison something that the kid is eating. They could poison something, some candy. This is what they used to do. This is why candy is even passed out. They would use a syringe and they would inject special potions. Sometimes they would inject semen in the, in the, in the food. 
I mean, in, in the candy, they would suggest, uh, uh, inject menstrual fluid in there. This is, I'm, I'm telling you, this is what they, I know it sounds gross, but this is what they do. And this is what they do for rituals because they want to defile that, that child, okay? When we were young, remember our mama would get all our candy and go through all of it. Just, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me see. Let me make sure there ain't no razor blades in it. All right, that's all right. <laughs> but they would. They, they would go through all our candy, letting us trick or treat. You know, they did it out of ignorance, you know, but they would, they would go through the candy because they heard, you know. Now, I know y'all out there dressed like demons, but ain't no need of you dying like one. <laughs> yeah, but. These are carefully planned sacrifices to Satan. So the child does not have to be killed. The child just has to be changed, you know, or defiled in some kind of way. Children are prepared to be future worshipers by Satanists. They obtain blood from the children by planting razor blades, crushed glass pins, etc. in candy and treats. The total sacrifices are obtained by injecting special poisons and drugs into candy or treat. Satan brings many children under his guidance by special incantations that place curses on the candy and treats given on Halloween. These treats influence children that eat them. So by putting these, you know, these different fluids or different potions or whatever in the candy, then because there has been a spell placed over, because remember I taught y'all that sorcery and witchcraft is really drugs, right? We learned that. That's alchemy, right? So they can make alchemy chemicals that can attract a being from another dimension, okay? So alchemy, there are alchemy equations that you can actually use in a ritual that will attract a non-physical being into the physical realm, okay? This brings demons. Well, when this child comes of age, they call on that child. And this is a child that may have behavioral problems. This is a child that may, you know, uh, uh, later on in life just go crazy, be evil. I pray for a lot of kids like that and different ones. And even the boy in the Bible with the lunatic boy, he was a young boy. And the Bible said he would cast himself in the fire, try to burn himself, try to, you know, all of these different things, try to kill himself. Um... And the father was trying to get help for him. Well, he was under the power of some kind of sorcery, or under the power of some kind of potion. And this is real stuff, y'all. Look at somebody say, this is real. This is real, yeah. So, you know, uh, I'm sick of hearing the diagnosis that somebody has a chemical imbalance, okay? There's no such thing as a chemical imbalance. And even one of the professors that studied it said he doesn't understand how you could call something a chemical imbalance when you have no evidence of what balanced chemicals look like. So they, but they call it a chemical imbalance because they can't say, well, it's a demon or, well, you know, alchemy, alchemy has done it. And that's why a lot of this Ritalin, Prozac, all of this doorways to the supernatural. I talked about it in part six, taking these drugs. Don't you give your child these drugs. Can I tell the truth in here? Hey, man, I got Ritalin and Prozac for my children. In the form of a belt. Give you something that Prozac can't give you. Amen. Amen. Could you imagine asking your parents, Daddy, I think I'm going to need this prescription. How much is it going to cost? $30. Man. That's $27 more than my belt cost. (laughs) 
of the child psychologists and they've been at home drinking juice boxes all day. You drink a whole thing of juice boxes and see how you act. Drink 20 Capri Suns and see if somebody can control you. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's just bouncing off the walls. He ate a whole sleeve of Oreos. <laughs> he wondered what's wrong with him. He just <laughs> hypoglycemic. Amen. Can I tell the truth in here? Satan brings many children under his guidance by special incantations that place curses on the candy and treats given at Halloween. These treats influence children that eat them. The behavior of the children changes and when of age, the cursed children become powerful and desire to become Satanists themselves. The main desire for that is, there there are several ways, but the main desire is they're outcasts. So because they're outcasts, because they act different, the other kids make fun of them, they get an inferiority complex, then they get in the goth, or they get in other, some, you know, some, some other kind of uh, dark uh, mysticism or something for, a, you know, because people have dogged them out or made fun of them or whatever, usually they'll learn to play an instrument. This will lead, you know, learn to play an instrument or have some kind of skill so they can get approval. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.